0: Hi, welcome to Mare Studies. I'm Jill. And I'm Lucas. And we're here to talk about, are you going to say the song?
1: No, you pick the song. This is your have, song. You here's talk about the thing.
0: It. I have like a complex now because I say it comfortable. Mm-hmm. But is it comfortable?
1: Oh, I would say it's d- comfortable. I, it's comfortable. Say, yeah, I, I think, I'm
0: uncomfortable saying it after spending all week talking about. Which is about funny.
1: It. Right before we came here, I listened to last week's episode mm-hmm. on, on Paper Doll, and you said several times how uncomfortable you were there. So you're very comfortable <laughs> you're right, with I did. uncomfortable.
0: That's funny.
1: This is episode 33. The song we're doing is comfortable. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna clean up our intro. <laughs> I'll
1: just put it out there for you, so you. you know, I'll 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 set the pace. If you want to be comfortable and add a syllable, by all means. Like, you, how do, you, how do you say it in real life? Comfortable. Comfortable.
0: Say um say what a baby cat is. Say that word. Kitten. Oh, you say it like I do.
1: Oh, how do you say it?
0: Like, at work, they say kitten. I say kitten. Like, I, you say it more. Oh, I,
1: I enunciate it? Yeah. Yeah. Like,
0: how it's supposed to be. Yeah. That's why I think comfortable is comfortable. Do
1: you say often or Often. Often. I grew up saying often, mm-hmm. but I've adopted often as a grown-up because I just like the way it sounds better. Like, I
0: literally have no idea how I used to say it. Why do you know that about yourself? <laughs>
1: I'm self-aware. I'm self-aware, my friend.
0: I spent, like, a whole... I had to, like, do different notes because I just made a whole list of words that uh-huh. we all say wrong. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's like, like, kitten at my work is very popular because I work for the Humane Society. So I right. end up saying kitten a lot. And I'll be like, it's kitten. I'm like, don't say kitten like that. It's kitten. Or, like, so they say kitten. Uh-huh. uh I hate do that. you
1: ever encounter people who say February?
0: <laughs> I say February.
1: You say February? <laughs>
0: when Caden was little, to teach him how to spell it. And yeah. in my mind, uh-huh. I say February mm-hmm. because I'm spelling it usually. Right. But no one I'm talking about conversationally, I call it February. Okay. You do too, right? I do. That's yeah. how you're supposed to say I've, it. I've
1: had students who were like, February. I mean, in their like, defense. That's how it's spelled. Like,
0: is San Bernardino? Is San Bernardino? Yeah. But you don't know.
1: Right. I mean,. You the, do. The, Like, there's so many egregious examples of that, like Wednesday.
0: Egregious. Wednesday, day. Right,
1: you know. Yeah. There's, okay. there's plenty of things like that. Our Topic. English language is a mess, so. It
0: really is. Yeah. So perhaps we should talk about John Mayer instead. Who
1: is a master of the English language.
0: Uh, oh, good segue. Mm-hmm. So, John in the news. Uh-oh.
1: I don't like this tone out of you. I
0: don't either. I feel like
1: you need, like, a, a hug and a bowl full of chicken soup.
0: I'll take the hug, but I'll skip the soup.
1: Who is he dating? I don't know. I haven't heard How do you know
0: it's about dating?
1: Because of your response. Oh. <laughs> you don't get like, that's the only part of John He's you dating. get morose about.
0: <laughs> Rose So I don't even know how to say your name, but there's this actress who's in Mad Men and then Sabrina the Teenage Witch, like the newer one, Kiernan Sh- Shipka?
1: I have no idea. I've never heard that name before. And she's
0: 22 years old.
1: Is she twenty two girls in one?
0: Oh god, I'm not I'm literally never going there again. If I ever hear the phrase Taylor Swift on this podcast again, which we will. Right. Um so she's she's twenty two still. Okay. And John Mayer's forty forty five, I should
1: probably I wanna say forty six. That's Is the number I have really? in my head.
0: Maybe he's, I don't know. I thought he was only two years older than me. Okay, maybe could not.
1: be. I, I don't have strong feelings. I, like I said, I'm not he's that kind mid-40s. of fan. He's mid-40s. I don't
0: know his birthday. He's I don't. mid-40s. mid-40s. Pushing yeah. the mid-40s in the friend zone. Yeah. And all they did was go to dinner, and they've hung out before, and, like, the whole internet is just falling apart about it. Like, they're secretly dating, because allegedly someone... They had a four-hour dinner.
1: Oh wow! But I think
0: when you're a celebrity, you probably eat at places that serve dinner over the course of four hours. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's like the weird like dessert course first, and like fifty a fish course, and because you have money, right? So and it's at some restaurant that had a fancy name that's really expensive, and like Perez Hilton referred to it as romantic. I don't know okay. what his I don't know what makes a restaurant romantic. Right. Dim Lighting. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, And according to, quote, sources, end quote, they both got in separate cars, like Mm -hmm. being driven by someone else, and then went one street over and pulled over and she jumped into his car and then it left her off at her house later. I'm sorry, sources. Really? You went around the corner, watched her hop in the car, thought I'll follow them or go to her house and wait to see. I just don't believe it.
1: Um, That's how TMZ rolls, though.
0: I don't know that I got it from TMZ, but I feel like it had to have originated. There. I, you
1: know, like actually, I should say the paparazzi. Yeah, I feel like it's like a Q tip situation, okay? Where it's like they're not called Q tips; they're called cotton swabs. Mm-hmm. But the one brand has become so synonymous with it. Oh, like Pampers. It. Well, I don't use that. Just, that's
0: diapers, right?
1: But I wouldn't say Pampers necessarily. I, I think Pampers
0: is the best example, or Kleenex. Kleenex, <laughs> nice. Kleenex
1: is another one. I'm really like, not
0: good at staying on topic. So TMZ <laughs>
1: is like, yeah, that's the, the paparazzi. It's paparazzi, now TMZ. gossip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So anyway, like whatever. I don't know. Maybe is she. Or maybe not. Uh,
1: well, is she nice? Is she. Oh, I, don't, I literally
0: don't know anything about her. Oh, okay. I mean, she's you know super cute. Okay. Um, and I know that she was Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which I didn't watch because Melissa Joan Hart. Comedy version of Sabrina is Mm -hmm. very important to me given my age. So, like a darker. You said?
1: That's a Kieran Shipka. That's a nice uh, Irish name, yeah?
0: She, yeah, I believe that she's Irish. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, I want John to be happy.
1: All right. I mean, you're you're not going to be alone forever, right?
0: No, I don't want anyone to be alone forever. So no. if that's, you know, but maybe they're not even dating.
1: I wonder if her love is comfortable.
0: Okay, moving on. song <laughs> I was, like way too cranky talking about okay, this. Okay,
1: all right, all right. So this is the first song we've covered off Inside Wants Out. That's true. That is only on Inside Wants Out. Well,
0: that's not true.
1: Well, I mean, it's on the live version. Okay. But didn't get picked, not one of the right. songs that got picked up and re-released on Room for Squares. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, so this is our room opportunity. for square. <laughs> yes, because last time I was, I, I said no room for squares. Yeah, that was funny
0: when that happened. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Um, so this is our first opportunity to kind of talk about Inside Wants Out. Here's the story behind it. John Mayer graduates high school, mm-hmm. says there's no such thing as the real world, decides yes. to go to Berklee School of Music, which is the premier school of music, mm-hmm. and located in Boston, Massachusetts. He goes there. He meets this guy named Clay Cook. Mm-hmm. They hit it off. They become friends, musical partners. They decide you're year year into college, this isn't for us, mm. let's go play music. Mm. And that's kind of the thing at Berkeley. I may have mentioned this before, like, the motto is, like, if you graduate, then you did it wrong. Yeah. You're supposed to, like, you know, music is supposed to make you leave. Yeah. Um, and they went to Atlanta because Clay Cook is from Georgia, raised in Georgia, his whole life in Georgia, so he was already kind of plugged into the local music scene. Mm. And he's like, hey, let's go there, we can start playing. They form a duo called Lo-Fi... I'm gonna say it's like the Lo-Fi All Stars is okay. what the name of it was. Mm-hmm. It's just the two of them, um, playing Clay playing or Clay Cook, yeah, playing acoustic guitar and singing, and John playing electric and singing. Mm-hmm. I so after this is over, you have you have me. I have to show this clip for you. Okay. If you haven't seen it and researching it, it mm-hmm. is the world's oldest clip of John Mayer.
0: The world's oldest clip. Yes, it's, it's a video of him as a child. It's
1: from this era, uh-huh. and they're playing this song, "Comfortable." Oh, nice. Okay. John isn't playing it. He's simply singing it.
0: Interesting. It's
1: the only time I've ever seen him just stand and sing.
0: Well, I don't want to jump ahead, right? But um, I found out from two different people in the Instagram comments that when he recorded this, he, he had someone play else it. play it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So
1: this this song was co-written with Clay mm-hmm. Cook, mm-hmm. Uh, as are many of the other songs. Uh, no such thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Back to you. I didn't
0: realize he had co writes
1: Yeah. It's because they, they had been crafting these songs together. Yeah. And then they for musical reasons they Separated. ended up going separate paths. Mm-hmm. John became John Mayer. Mm-hmm. Clay Cook, although it was a nice constellation prize, has now has been playing with the Zach Brown band for like the last decade. Oh
0: cool.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that's the
0: story. Oh, that's the bio. Okay. Yep. So um a favorite or notable versions. Did you listen to the any given Thursday version? Because I hope I that did. you did. Okay, because it's a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. It's how I was introduced to the song. Okay. Because it's like room or slash no room for squares as right. you would call it. I listened to that. I was like, oh, this is fun. Then eventually I listened to any given Thursday. And then was like, I don't I don't where are these songs coming from? And went back and realized there was something earlier. Um, And I love the live version. Mm -hmm. It's not that I don't like the album version, but it does lean into the issue I have with breathiness and some of the old music that I'm not crazy about. But um, yeah, it's not uncommon Mm -hmm. for the fan base, Mm -hmm. which I suspected and then um, turned out to be true. I found out this week that they all prefer the any given Thursday version.
1: So I'm gonna be contrarian here. You
0: always are.
1: I prefer the as-is version. Have you listened to the as-is version? I did
0: not listen to the as-is okay. version. Oh, so no, I dropped the, the ball. It's
1: the most recent of the three recordings, mm-hmm. right? So he's a little bit further on as a singer, mm-hmm. and he changes a lyric in it.
0: What lyric?
1: We'll get to that when oh, we dive we into <laughs> it. That it's my least favorite lyric in the song. Okay. And so he changes it, and it becomes my favorite lyric in well, the song. that's
0: interesting. And
1: it's just such a great oh, John Mayer Oh, I can't Mayer wait. Let's move. go to lyrics. <laughs> Um, so the as-is version mm-hmm. is my, is my favorite. That didn't even come he,
0: up when I was listening to I wonder what I did wrong. He
1: also, the, the last chorus, he goes up and sings it in falsetto and changes the melody line a little mm-hmm. bit. So it's just a different kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I do not like the EP version. Mm-hmm. I think the vocal take is rough. It's clear there's no auto-tune. Mm-hmm. It's clear he's a fledgling singer, mm-hmm. you know, and, um... The strings are kind of schmaltzy. Let's just say I got to say it. I'm going to get this out there. I don't like the song. I'm well, not a fan of no the song. no one's
0: surprised by that. Yeah. Did you, speaking of like low quality in the first one, um, did you notice that, I haven't noticed and I meant to go back today, but I saw at work today a lot of people were commenting um not at my work. I was at work working really hard. And uh-huh. on a break, I looked at my phone. Sure, sure. And saw they were commenting, like, at the start, someone says, like, take one or take two or something, and you can hear it. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even know it. songs had takes. I thought that was a TV movie thing.
1: Well, uh, yeah, we have takes, same thing. How many, uh, how many attempts have you made at the at the song? Yeah, so
0: they're saying they could hear that. Yeah, oh, okay. And, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to go back and listen. But I had to go back to working really hard, so I didn't. Nice.
1: <laughs> so this was originally recorded in, in 1999. God, that's so a long time right? ago. <laughs> So the world so is very, very different. That's over 20 years ago. Yeah. Re-released in 2002 uh, after he got signed to Sony. Mm-hmm. They, they re-released it to put it out there. and then, Also
0: a long time ago. You're right.
1: And then handpicked a couple of songs to go onto yeah. for Squares. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a long, long time ago. It's f- interesting. So I can't wait to show you this video that mm-hmm. I was talking about. Like super old. of They're at a coffee shop and people are just like talking over the whole thing.
0: Oh, wow. Like it's, How it's, it should be when you're starting out. Right. I mean, it's, it shouldn't be. That's me. It's but... like a
1: clip at one of my shows, right? No, like not like everybody at all. talking. That's
0: not true. Maybe at Hanger. Right, yeah. yes.
1: <laughs> Everybody's just talking over it. Um, and it's very clear right off the bat, there is a definite charisma difference between the two of them. Oh, uh, okay. John is a star. Yeah. I'm sure he's probably always been a star. I know he tries to paint the picture that he was awkward in high school. Mm-hmm. I would. I would be interested in seeing that. I feel like that probably isn't true. He seems to have such a natural and easy charisma mm. that it would be... I, I think have you
0: could be charismatic and awkward. Sure. And I think sometimes you have to grow into your charisma. I don't,
1: I, I, I think... We so, all have
0: an awkward stage.
1: True. That he, that he may not have been who he is now, but that he was like uncool in high school when everyone's going through an awkward stage. I don't yeah, know. I don't really He it.
0: speaks about it often, so... I know.
1: Maybe by his recollection. And I don't
0: think he's the type of... That's just so. I watched Love is Blind, which I'm like a little bit embarrassed to admit. Mm -hmm. And I really learned some stuff about by a person's recollection. Mm -hmm. Like, two people, I was just reminded what I already knew that two people have the exact same conversation and walk away. Totally different perceptions about yeah. what happened, and they have their own insecurities sort of projected onto something. And so maybe you're right. Maybe he was, but I think he spent a lot of time at home playing guitar. So in that way, he's probably kind of antisocial. Yeah,
1: but hearing them both on the microphone it together, obvious. it's it's yeah. clear. Oh, you're you're the star. You're yeah. the guy who's going somewhere. Yeah. yeah.
0: So not that the other guy didn't go No, so
1: oh that. no, not at all. That's like a heck of a career. He's like yeah. played for a Grammy winning yeah. uh, band. You was know? he
0: with them since the
1: start? Or? Uh since like 2011, I That's think. A long so time Zach ago. Brown band's been around for a long time, mm-hmm. but like so a decent chunk of nice. their Good career. For him. In the last decade or so.
0: So I think the song Meaning is pretty upfront. I you mean go
1: for it. Tell us about it. This is you your disagree? song. I don't know what you're gonna say. Oh, no, let's get on, it out there and so I said that I it's up
0: front and your eyes got all big. Um, you know, obviously it's about Some people are saying it's about a first love, which I would say I agree with. But wait, now I'm doing intellectual property. I'm supposed to say what I think. Um, So I just think it's about being so in love with someone and so in sync that you're comfortable. And it just feels like real and a really lived in love. And, you know, it's sad that it's over and I just, it's like that difficult time of trying to move on and all your friends being like, yeah, yeah, no, this perfect. this mm-hmm. person's perfect for you. This is great. And kind of making some mistakes, you know, like a rebound situation or whatever. Right. And I've always liked the song. I can't say that I think it's the most amazing sounding song that John Mayer has, but I've always just forgiven it for being old.
1: Yeah. This is a young man song. Yeah. Right. The song just, the lyrics just...
0: Well, yeah, if you're in the aisle five knocking stuff over, you're not 40. Right. Reek of Hopefully. youth. Yeah, the
1: song reeks of youth. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, musically, it doesn't do much for me. I don't love the melody line that much. It, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's... Um, so I'm not I'm not a huge fan of it. But this... I don't know that this is first love, but it is definitely about that thing that happens to all of us. I had... This just happened to me recently, and it's like sort of like different context, but the same sort of idea, mm-hmm. where you have a relationship with somebody mm-hmm. and then for whatever reason it falls apart and it's not always like this giant like cataclysmic like oh, oh this yeah. is why we're not together yeah. sometimes it's just, just interest it's just kind of dwindles and you guys weren't maybe that serious to begin with so it's mm-hmm. not a big deal that mm-hmm. it just kind of like dissipates right
0: totally
1: not like oh i just ghosted you one day it was just like yeah we started hanging out less and less and the last ghosted time we hung <laughs> out we both kind of felt awkward about it and was like yeah. you know and then, like time goes on, and especially now with social media, maybe you see them like, man, that person's very attractive. They seem like they're having such a good time. What happened? Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Why didn't this work? And mm-hmm. he literally is saying that in the song, like, I can't remember what went wrong last September. I don't even remember at this point. But she
0: does, and she tells him, right?
1: Um, and so you're like, well, maybe you invite them to lunch sometime, or you like, mm-hmm. you know, like, let's see what was here. And the yeah. moment you sit down across the table from them, you remember. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh I don't really yeah. I see your point. That's why, yeah. Right? I and mean, it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. It can be a friendship relationship yeah. a business relationship, anything like that. But yeah. you're like,
0: oh, oh you annoy yeah. me. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and I even I, I, so when me and my wife split, I was you know going through a lot of therapy and reading a lot of self help books and stuff, trying to like deal with the situation. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that one of them said was. You are, your brain is like hardwired. You're going to forget the pain Mm -hmm. and you're only going to remember the good things. Mm. And you're going to be like, oh, I want this back so much because of all the good things while forgetting all the pain and all the negative parts of the relationship. So you have to like write yourself notes so that you'll remember, hey, this relationship wasn't perfect.
0: Like the movie Memento. This
1: human isn't perfect. Something like that. Yeah. But without the brain damage. You know that movie. Wow. (laughs) Of course I do. It's a Chris Nolan movie.
0: Oh, I don't. I don't even remember who's in it. I just uh, remember that he wrote stuff all over his body. And I, I think was like, it's a criminal oh, like, movie. Wait a minute, Guy Pierce. Was your therapist saying that? Just what was you're experiencing, or that's no, universal? that,
1: that is a sort of universal experience that over time people tend to forget the bad things and highlight the good things. It's just what kind of what our brain does. So they like write down. And this I wasn't my therapist. This my brain. was a book I was reading. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah was like, uh, r- you know, write write yourself notes mm. about what was imperfect about the relationship so that you don't glorify it and cause yourself more pain. Good it advice. was a perfect relationship. And yeah. now was going, no, it wasn't perfect. It yeah. was never perfect, right? So.
0: I just don't love, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, that's it. I just don't love how, well, I guess we're just going to get lyrics anyway. Because yeah. I'm going to say how he like compares the two um, people. But I understand that that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what people do. But like, oh, she's you know, she doesn't cuss and your mouth is dirty and she's she's artsy and you're not artsy and I just don't love that about this song
1: he doesn't seem to like this person that he's with at all like
0: why is he even hanging exactly? there? exactly like, if your friends are dictating your life that much although we've addressed it's a young person song right but let's start from the top instead yep. okay. i do want to say that the first part of the song really paints a picture in my mind and it always has and i read it a bunch of times like why is it painting such a picture
1: so we're back to the specificity right mm-hmm. Style so, five right well john's really good at this uh, you know start or What is the line uh, we pick up in Central Park or whatever? We pick up in New York City. New York City, yeah. Um, There's – and that's what we – what I love about John's writing, especially the early writing, is the stuff that's just so very specific you can't escape it, right? Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so you snuck up behind me and jumped on my shopping cart is not cliché, in any no. way, that yeah. line has probably never occurred in I any other feel song. I confident
0: it's this, this one, yeah. Right,
1: and so those are the things that were like, oh, you're not just, this is not just fill in the blanks. This yeah. is not mad libs of yeah. lyrics. There's, there's something real that happened here. Well,
0: and what's interesting about this song for me is I take a lot of songs and either whether it's intentional or unintentional, apply them to my life. Okay. This is about this person to me. Mm. This song reminds me of this time this song just reminds me of these two people i don't internalize it at all i can't find anything in my life that i want to draw a comparison to because i have a visual of this girl in sweats with no makeup knocking over the the magazines and to me it's just like very much a song about like walt grace is about walt grace but i made it about me right i got nothing here i just am so worried about this girl and where she is and how pretty she is without her makeup on
1: you know what's funny Mm -hmm. is i feel the exact same way i said ever? (laughs) I I was like, wow, I, you know, looking, I, I, I have felt no personal connection Mm -hmm. to this song. Do you think that makes
0: it a better song or a worse song? Because he has specificity in other songs, and it's like, oh, he wrote this about me, it's about my life. Is this like early songwriting, so it's not? No, I
1: think it's just coincidence. I think it's randomness. This is a very specific song about a very specific situation that I just personally, like off the top of my head, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I'm sure this probably happened when I was in high school, Mm -hmm. right? Like I said, this is a young man's thing. Yeah. So this probably happened with uh, some people that I was involved with in high school. Mm -hmm. I actually now that I'm thinking about it. I could probably connect it to that. Yeah. But those those aren't but things. But you're like
0: aren't... trying, you're working at it. Yeah, and yeah. those
1: things don't have any emotional weight for me now. Yeah. There's not a single relationship that I've had like 20 years ago that yeah. still carries any emotional weight in my Except life. Except for you know?
0: me, because you've known me since then. I mean, like romantic relationships. Yeah. Second, I mean, like, third, fourth, fifth most important person. I'm talking
1: about somebody that I dated. am just joking. Like, yeah. What
0: I really agitates me here, and it didn't mm-hmm. start agitating me till we were talking, is that how he says can't remember what went wrong last September. Mm-hmm. Though I'm sure you'd remind me if you had to. Okay. She's perfect. Mm -hmm. You were obsessed with her. Your love was so lived in and comfortable and broken and it was so great and this new girl sucks. But you're still going to do a little smirk here and throw a shot at her.
1: Well, she's not perfect. The new girl is perfect.
0: Well, yeah. I I mean, those are the words he uses. But you know what I mean. The Uh sentiment is, man, our situation is fabulous. I want you back. Yeah. The
1: sentiment is I want you back. And the other thing, too, is that
0: we're not addressing, but like in fairness, we shouldn't be. There's like an outro that he sings in Any Given Thursday where he mm. says, "This you are my first love. Oh, and okay. I don't have it right now because someone put it in the notes, so I saved it for um, mm. the Instagram feedback. Mm-hmm. But um, that, that's the other thing I want to say. What is your favorite lyric here?
1: Well, let me tell you what my least favorite lyric is so that I oh, can yeah. tell you what my yeah. favorite lyric okay. is. Um, she swears she's artsy. Yeah. Which is just so condescending. She swears she's artsy, but you could distinguish Miles from Coltrane. Mm-hmm. That's such a young person's like, just nightmare snobbery yeah. of like, oh, you don't, you don't listen to the real jazz. Exactly.
0: Like, just, no, I don't love that.
1: That's so bad. Like that, as if that mean. has anything to do with the quality of somebody.
0: Yeah. Like
1: understanding the difference between Miles Davis and John mm-hmm. Coltrane mm-hmm. is like somehow a. Uh,
0: defining... A
1: virtue. Yeah. Right? Well, like, I get that as a shared interest. Yeah. But that doesn't make you a bad person because you don't like jazz.
0: I agree with everything you're saying. I think he's just using it as an illustration for this girl's very phony. She's posing for pictures that aren't being taken. She mm-hmm. swears that she's artsy, but she's not. But I think he could have written it in a gentler way. And because...
1: as a matter of fact, he did write it in a better way.
0: Oh, that's right. <laughs> what did he say?
1: So he changes this line uh-huh. on the as-is version. Uh, she swears that she's artsy, but you could distinguish me from Jack Johnson. That's funny. That's great. I don't think he's
0: trying to change it to satisfy that he was unhappy with the lyric. I think he's being hilarious. He is
1: being hilarious, but and that's the thing. It takes this really like snooty like mm-hmm. thing and makes it like sort of self-deprecating, yeah. sort of like you know. He
0: can be very self-deprecating, funny. In fact, yeah. I watched a little bit of John Mayer. Has a talk show? Duncan John Mayer
1: has. has a TV show. Yeah.
0: And I it was, um, what came up first was the thing of him in the bear costume uh-huh. at his own concert. And I'd seen that before. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, let me pick something else. And I watched something else. And I was not as impressed as you are with oh, that. Oh, I love show. that so much. Maybe I was just catching we something. We absolutely
1: that share a sense of humor.
0: Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So do you want to hear my least favorite? Yes. Lyrics?
1: What's your least favorite lyric?
0: I sleep with this new girl. I'm still getting used to mm-hmm. I understand. Sometimes people are just hooking up. Yeah. I just don't love that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all got reduced down to just sleeping with her. Like, I'm not dating her. I'm not... You know, and then and then he talks so poorly about her, and I've never really. I'm not worried about it. I'm just analyzing it because we talk about it on a podcast. Right. None of this has ever bothered me. Like you said, it's like a teenager wrote it. Teenagers yeah. are complete knuckleheads. Right. But there's just something about that choice that bothers me. Not that he's sleeping with someone, but that that's how he refers to her. No, that's
1: really what's bothering you. We know this from John in the news segment. Today. <laughs> I'm not worried about who he slept with. You like high the school. fact with that he's talking about that he slept with somebody. I just can't with compete somebody. with
0: the 22 year old. <laughs> and in fairness, I can't compete with the 40 year olds that he knows. Oh <laughs> but man. still my favorite lyric um is she thinks i can't see the smile that she's faking and poses for pictures that aren't being taken that's fun and that is i love that amazing that's a good line we all know someone who's pretending to have more fun than they are who's putting on a show it's obvious that you person is or- me no that's
1: me that's sometimes, that's that's sometimes. definitely the way i live my life yes
0: oh look at you. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: why i can't find it in a relationship because i'm the person oh, yeah.
0: and then of course oh. it's nice that he says i loved you but gray sweatpants no makeup so perfect and that's you know i don't know if it was intentional of him and it turns the ladies on way like mm-hmm. oh i know what girls want to hear it's that you look your best in sweats or no makeup right. but when we're in high school and our skin's all great still no. you probably do look great in sweats and no makeup so it's just the kind of thing that people like to hear so i liked hearing it even if it wasn't about me
1: I don't think that the main line, our life was our life, our love was so com or was comfortable and mm-hmm. so broken in. Is that flattering? I don't know. If that's that flattering description of love.
0: You're right because I did say earlier that he's saying that she's perfect and he's not. But he is like fondly remembering her. Mm-hmm. But really, it's not like, man, I can't live without you. You're perfect for me. It's like, man, that was easy.
1: Easy, we exactly. We were in a rhythm. We it were in was a zone. Easy. And it's like you're
0: basically twelve. Like you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Not to invalidate someone's emotions, but
1: yeah, that's that's really there's it's this thing that happens when you're young, when what you prize in other people. Is stuff that turns out to not really matter that much, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what's kind of happening in this song. And yeah, again, we're all like, "This has to be a rebound." That's the only reason that he would be with because this he other barely girl.
0: Tolerate her. Yeah,
1: it's like, oh, I just don't want to be alone. I'm still dealing with kind of the hurt. I just of this want thing to fall sleep apart. With her, apparently. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I did that when I was, you know, no, rebounding. No, you definitely did. We know. Yeah. That okay. <laughs> well documented. <laughs>
0: um, okay, so I guess that brings us to listener feedback. Then we really yeah. dove into the lyrics heavy. We for did? us. That was oh. more, I think we read the whole song basically. Okay, so 74% of Instagram listeners find this a play and 26% a skip. I actually thought the skip rate might be higher on this one, but it could be sentimental. It's sentimental for me, so it might be for them too.
1: I can tell you the truth. Hmm? I'm going to skip this song every time for the rest of my life. Every time? I don't, I don't anticipate that i ever going to listen to this again. never even heard it before again. this, right? I had heard it before. As soon as I put it on, I'm like, oh, I remember this. Oh, the this. song. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, I, 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 there's no reason for me to listen to this again.
0: Okay, let me... I can't believe I just yawned on the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> let me bring up our uh, our feedback. So, photo low 22 left us a very long, beautiful okay. comment. But for time's sake, I'm just I'm taking a chunk out. This is so stripped down and feels like you're hanging out with him at his house and he's playing just for friends. It's sweet and shows a youthful innocence. Girls love it because we always wanted a guy to say these things to us or feel this way in relationships. I like how it starts simple with just acoustic guitar and then it builds up with violins, drums, and then ride cymbal or toms, Lucas help, I don't know, drum parts <laughs> at the very end. Do you know the answer? Uh, I
1: wouldn't no, I spent most of my time listening to the acoustic only versions.
0: Good job. We let photo low down. I I, start. I I listened
1: to the EP version and I was like, okay, well, this isn't good. So then like I had to listen to it a bunch more times and I was like, let me listen to the version I like. So I listened to the as is version. No, that's fair. And it's just acoustic only. All right.
0: Well, we will uh, not get back to you on that because Lucas said he's never listening to the song again. I never listened to the song again. At Lowercase Bishop said, gorgeous song with... Peak relatability. I remember listening to the alternate audio options on the Any Given Thursday DVD. One of them had John watching and doing commentary, which I've talked about often. Mm -hmm. During the song, he mentioned that for the studio recording of the EP, he didn't play guitar for this tune because it was too delicate and he didn't feel like he could do it justice at the time. Mm -hmm. Hard to believe. And admittedly, I don't have the DVD anymore to confirm, considering his mastery of the instrument 20 plus years later. But I... I mean I can't confirm but like five people said that so he obviously said it somewhere and you knew Oh uh, yeah so I knew no. that
1: yeah it was How
0: did you know that
1: Uh liner notes
0: Oh well then it's true <laughs> <laughs> Uh let's see at Danazee said one of the best and perhaps most underrated from the master John Mayer. It was real, it was a real divide in the comments for some people, like, not for me, absolutely yeah. not, or pointing out flaws, and the other people who are like 100% best song. I mean, they really wanted us to do it, right? Because every time it was always coming in second, third, second, third place in the polls of what song to do next. So I don't know. It's interesting. Well, it's like
1: you. You and I have this divide, right? Where I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to listen to this song again.
0: I'm usually on the same page as them, though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm usually right along with them. Like, I was disappointed, comfortable, wasn't chosen either. Mm-hmm. And then that's why I chose it. And I was like, I don't really like that this much. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh, it's it's just sentimental. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Rebecca Life said, the lyric, I sleep with this new girl, new girl I'm still getting used to, reminds me of force herself to like some other man mm. on no um never on the day you leave and uh-huh. i thought that was a brilliant tie together well played yep. person whose name i could barely say ballroom butterfly said one of jam's absolute best favorite lyric life of the party and she swears that she's artsy etc etc so interesting that your least favorite lyric yeah although i have a feeling ballroom butterfly would appreciate the lyric change because that was funny it
1: is it's so much better that way
0: yeah and let's see carly porter Oh, good. This is the one I was talking about. Carly Porter, 1221, said, love this song so much. The outro on any given Thursday gets me every time. Quote, that you are my first love is just dumb luck, a technicality. You are ahead of me. Tell me why did I have to practice on you? Why would I have to mm-hmm. practice on your heart? Sometimes the timing of a relationship is everything. Broken heart emoji. Yeah. And I think that's partially why I like the song is because I always hear that. I mm-hmm. was surprised that wasn't part of the song when I listened back to the EP.
1: That's an that's a, a interesting thing because that doesn't stop when you're young, right? I can't tell you how many times I wish like I could just start over with my wife. Mm-hmm. Like I've learned so much over the course. I mean, we've been together 14 years. So I hope so. Um, but I've learned so much. Like I feel like I could do such a better job. But if it I wouldn't start be, over. it would be like
0: a cheat code.
1: Right. I, I want the cheat code. Give no, me the cheat codes. No, I'm all for don't. it. You You
0: just think you do. At Aubrey underscore KF said, I used to listen to this in my CD player on repeat while I slept at night in ninth grade. It's so good. That's
1: very much a ninth grade thing to That do. is
0: such wholesome content right I, there. I
1: will excuse that from a ninth grader. Absolutely. No,
0: Aubrey underscore KF is onto something because I shared a room with my sister, so it was challenging for me. But if I had the opportunity to fall asleep listening to a song... I did that. I just remember it was, like, very special. Yeah. At Photo Low, 22, also pointed out in a different area, does your recording have someone saying, take one at the very beginning, never noticed before? And she was one of, like, five comments mm. that said that. Um, at Kaylin underscore Staples said, just a soothing song, a very different song of his. Haven't seen anything like it from him. I will agree that it stands out as different than a lot of his other music, but also... Similar to some of the early, music. It,
1: it's similar to like the room for square stuff, yeah, for sure. Yeah. it he, you know, these that these songs he's recording them in 1999 and he was playing them years before that, yeah. So, this is like we're talking about a totally different human at this absolutely.
0: point, absolutely, know? yeah. Um, a lot of people, including Holly AC589, said any given Thursday is the best version. At Meredith, you're gonna love this. At Meredith Coffin said, I'm, quote, uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. uh, end quote, with the harmonizing in the song. Call back to dissonance last week.
1: Thank you. So, right. And she was
0: not the only one. She was a, she's the first of, like, four.
1: Right. So this is 1999. Mm -hmm. Auto-tune is not really to the best of my knowledge i'm trying to place where when did i first kind of encounter autotune i would have been around 2000 and 2001 when it still started coming out and becoming like commercially viable so Mm -hmm. it's possible that it exists in 99 but it's a very very early version of it okay um and so it's, you listen to this, this is not this is not auto-tuned at all. She's absolutely right. He, it's the, by far the pitchiest recording of his that I've ever heard, mm-hmm. um, as far as a studio r- recording goes. And that's why I didn't like listening to it. Like, mm-hmm. you're like why didn't you listen to it a bunch and they can tell you what the drums are doing? Because it's like, yeah, exactly. It's uncomfortable. I like the as-is version. Even that's not a perfect vocal performance by mm-hmm. any stretch. Mm-hmm. But it's a more natural sounding one, a little bit closer to. T- well, YouTube. he just gives us
0: such perfection now; it's hard to go backwards in a way. I think. It really you is, yeah. yeah. Agreed. And you don't have the attachment at all because you I, weren't a fan no as early on as we were, to it. exactly. Yeah. Um, at Lothar underscore Ms is usually a skip. I don't love the raspy tone. Lyrics are fab though, which is something we say a lot
1: uh-huh.
0: at, um, or I say a lot about the raspiness. At Joss Cabellarum. No matter what happens, you remember back days with some sadness. Regards from Mexico. Thanks for listening from Mexico.
1: Yeah.
0: And Dr. Abby Kramer, dying to know what she's a doctor of. Uh, you know?
1: Yeah. I, I follow her on Instagram. We followed each other. Do you know her? I don't know her as a human. No. Is she like but a she posts a lot a of like
0: medical doctor?
1: Yeah, she does a lot of like health related stuff, a lot of like gut health type things.
0: Oh, then I'm gonna follow her because we know my gut does not have health. I've just like um zoomed into her picture because mm-hmm. these are screenshots, and she's giving up some serious jest day from New Girl Vibes. Oh, okay. Like look at the hair, the glasses, the collar shirt under the sweater. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go follow her. Okay, she says, like so many John Mayer songs, it got me through. Oh, damn it. I read it backwards because sometimes they send two different ones. Oh, OMG, the song takes me back. I listened to it a ton in the midst of a big college breakup. Like so many JM songs, it got me through it. Mm. And I do, I, I get that. Like mm-hmm. I get why it's a, a breakup. It could be a cathartic breakup song for Yeah, people. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I love that about that. And that is our Instagram feedback.
1: Hey, there it is. Thank you, guys.
0: Yeah. Actually, nothing makes me happier than when they do the Instagram feedback. And this was heavy. You know, I can't read everybody. Right. And it gets repetitive, which I also love how so many of us are on the same page. Um, but when you guys do that, it just, I don't know, I don't know fills you with joy because you don't see it in the mm-hmm. same way that I do. But like when I'm at work working hard and I go on my break and I open my phone and I'm like, oh, oh I love nice. you guys.
1: I, I love when I uh, go visit one of our posts and there's a lot of comments yeah. on it. Yeah, Yeah. see,
0: you get that from, but you don't get the the chat box situation. Yeah, and I'm like, we'll never share it with you (laughs) because I love it so
1: much. Yeah, you keep it. You can keep all that to yourself.
0: Uh, So it's time to rate the song.
1: All right. All right. So, uh, hey, uh, Hey. there, Jill. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Uh, Is this a quiet song or is this the John Mayer who turns the ladies on? Well,
0: first, Instagram says it's 78% quiet, 22% turns the ladies on. Okay. I'm trying so hard. I don't see a turns the ladies on situation here. Okay. Other than the thing about the makeup and the sweats. I mean, I'm going to go quiet song all the way.
1: I think it's a quiet song all the way, although I definitely see a case Mm -hmm. for it being a turn the ladies on song. Because of like
0: the sentiment? Yeah, and
1: he's, he's very much like... I don't want fakeness. Mm -hmm. I want real. Yeah. And so for a lot of people, they're like, oh, I can't be that. I can't obtain that. I Mm -hmm. don't look like that. Okay.
0: Okay. You know?
1: But, oh, he'd love me anyways? Yeah. He'd love me with no makeup and great sweat. I'm under
0: the impression this girl was real hot. And so that's why she looked great without makeup. (laughs) John
1: tends to not date people who aren't hot. But you know what I'm saying? like, I feel like there's a relatableness there that would be like, oh, he's... Not just chasing the fake person. He doesn't just want yeah. that he wants something real. And I can see how that could be to a turn on for okay. somebody.
0: What, is that what, but you think it's quiet. I
1: personally would vote for this being a quiet okay. song. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying now.
1: It's, it, you know, if we're at the point where it's like almost any of these songs, you can make a case for why it's turning somebody you on because can. of who he is.
0: It's just sometimes the numbers throw me off. I was yeah. looking like for a five or 10%. And right. it's 22, I'm just like, hmm. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. uh, So, Jill, how much does this song make you love John Mayer?
0: Well, I'm confused because I wrote five out of five, and I I don't know why I did that. Oh, okay. I think it's because of nostalgia, and then the more I researched it, I might have answered that first because sometimes I feel like I know. Mm. Then the more I researched it, and definitely the more we've talked about it, Uh I'm feeling more four out of five vibes. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go four out of five.
1: The vibes definitely feel more like a four than a five. Do you th- don't they, I, though? I, I, these are not five vibes I'm getting from you. The vibes are way. just
0: off, as the Kardashians say.
1: <laughs> I, I always say I played drums and vibes.
0: <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> you have to have some sort and, of pun or something. Right? The and then episode. people are always
1: like, oh, you play vibraphone? Like, That's a thing? Yeah. Oh. It's, it's a, a tune percussion thing that a lot of people who play drums actually like, play. Yeah. And you're like, no. No, the other vibes. Just actual vibes. Yeah.
0: What is your, uh, out of a scale of five, what do you think?
1: Um, you know, like, I, I'm not, I don't want to be a hater here. Mm-hmm. I, this is a totally acceptable song for John to have written in 1999. Yeah. No problems here. I'm, it's not problematic for me. It doesn't trouble me. It also is not, I'm not in 1999 anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm over here living in the year 3000, you know, so with me, me and the Joe bros. Year 3000. Yeah. Um,
0: I'm so glad you fit a Jonas Brothers reference into one of our podcasts.
1: Hey, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, it's like a shoulder shrug. It's probably like a two out of five or a one and a half out of five. I was getting three vibes, but it's a two. Yeah, okay? it's definitely a below average, you know. like that's fair. I just said I'm not going to listen to the song ever again. So obviously yeah, it's not doing no, a whole lot for me. I should have been lower. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. That, I, I'm not going to be mad at you about that. All right. It turns out I thought it was my favorite and it's not. Yeah. There's something so sad about the outro, though. I think that that's. Ironically, something that isn't actually part of the song mm-hmm. in a traditional way is what I've always loved the most. Mm. So it's I'm very confused.
1: But this is a this is so this is a challenge that happens to old people. Because Are
0: you saying I'm old?
1: I'm saying I'm old. I'm speaking for myself here.
0: We're the same age.
1: So take with that as you will. <laughs> uh, music is traditionally made by young folks, right? Especially the cool, hip, new music is made by people half my age, right? Yeah, like
0: BTS or something.
1: So I run, occasionally run into these issues where I want to listen to the new stuff. I want, and I can like it from a, like, just aesthetic point of view, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't speak to me. Mm -hmm. It speaks to who I was when I was 20, Mm -hmm. but I'm not that anymore. And so I find that I end up listening to a lot of older artists, Mm Just because I want to hear people saying something that is more relatable to me, that more speaks to my life. Right. And it's not exclusive to people of my age. Mm -hmm. 20-year-olds can write really great stuff. Yeah. But typically... I'm more often like likely to find, instead of finding a new band, find the eighth album of some band that I've liked for a long mm-hmm. time who's now making music in their 40s and talking about the things that are, are more relatable to me.
0: I feel that exact same way, but I've never thought it out or articulated it like that, mm-hmm. but that's so true because like, I can appreciate Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, yeah. And oh, I, I love... And can also be like, and that's enough of that.
1: So, <laughs> or do I
0: appreciate her because, and I'm not in any way weighing in on the Paramore influence or uh-huh. accidental or intentional use of their similar sound or is that why i like it because mm-hmm. it actually just sounds like someone who's more my age who i used to listen to
1: i will weigh in on it i think that's absolutely ridiculous
0: <laughs> what i just said no no that, no. There's a, that I think people it's are like too. oh she's stealing from
1: paramore i think it's absolutely and ridiculous and then she had
0: to give all these people like song credit yeah. and stuff and i'm like whoa 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 I, that's a slippery slope just deciding everyone oh gets we're already song past credit. that
1: we crossed that slope that's crazy. the blurred lines the blurred lines lawsuit was mm-hmm. the end for mm-hmm. that we're on. So this isn't mean going to get my soapbox, but it's like so hard to write songs now because you have to watch every yeah. yeah everything. And I don't think that that's a good thing for art. I think there are cases where it's really blatant, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah, you probably should have credited them. Yeah, like the Tom Petty Sam Smith thing. Are you familiar with that one?
0: Mm-mm,
1: no. Okay, so uh, Sam Smith, stay with me. Okay, is like note for note the same melody line as Tom Petty won't back down. Like, the surrounding things are different, but if you just play the melody line, they are the same.
0: I think I could kind of... Yeah, I hear that. And
1: so somebody brought that to Sam Smith's attention. He was like, oh, I'd never heard that song. Which is... which.
0: No,
1: I I could but he's Sam Smith's a different generation than Tom Petty, and he's in a different genre of music. I just feel
0: like I'm a different generation than Tom Petty. I've heard but he of
1: was songs. like, I'm so sorry. Here you go. Here's credit. He like voluntarily yeah. gave. There was yeah. no lawsuit need, needed. Needed. I love well, that. No one
0: sued Olivia Rodrigo. Right, but it's yeah. still
1: just like that. Everyone
0: thought like, why are you on Twitter? Why do you care? Is Paramore going to pay you?
1: I love Paramore. Me I, so too. I would, I've been just going down this rabbit hole because they have the new song out. Mm-hmm. They're on tour. Haley is absolutely the best. I, I, I told my wife, I, there's, I'm absolutely 100% attracted to every part of Haley, mm. except for the way that she looks. Like every other part of her is just, a, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be mean. No, I said,
0: what does that mean? Oh, it's just like,
1: <laughs> like her personality, yeah. her stage presence, mm. her voice. She's good the God. coolest. Um, and I love Paramore and Paramore is Haley. Sorry, other guys. I, like, I know, literally don't know any of their names. I know this has been a long fight. They've, they could walk they, in.
0: I wouldn't know who they were. They
1: fought about it forever because Haley got signed, and mm-hmm. it wasn't the band that was signed. Yeah. And, you know, the band broke up a couple times because of issues that – it's Hayley. Haley's yeah. a star. Yeah. So I love her. I also – so I love her more. I also love Olivia Rodrigo. I think she's mm-hmm. insanely talented. She's Taylor mean. Swift 2.0, but a better singer. Sorry, mm-hmm. Taylor fans. Olivia's a better singer. I gotta
0: stop saying stuff about Taylor Swift but the she, she, They're
1: cut from the same cloth. Well, they're she's the, obsessed with Taylor Swift, right? Yeah. They're the same type of songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to have very similar careers, mm-hmm. um, although what ta- ta- the level that Taylor's at is mm-hmm. going no to be tough to copy. be able to replicate. But as far as like they're going to be similar, if not in magnitude, in kind, right? Mm-hmm. Um And I think Olivia' incredibly talented. She's a much, much better singer than Taylor who is very talented in every way. I would think most people would agree that the least of Taylor's talents is her singing ability. Mm-hmm. Everything else that she does is incredible.
0: yeah
1: um so I, yeah I just no, I, she's
0: a great dancer, but.
1: Oh, I don't think that really matters.
0: Um, have we talked about when we did the Walt Grace? Although episode, Haley
1: can dance though. I love him. It's so just so goofy. It's like goofy and free. And it's and,
0: not like choreographing. No,
1: it's like it's like when Chris Martin from Coldplay dances. It's just there's so much joy. joy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just such an out expression of joy. Yeah. That it's like I feel like I'm in a like a village from like two thousand years ago and someone's just like dancing around the fire. And it's like... She's so odd. That's an odd comparison. There's no Because there, it's not about like, oh, you've learned this TikTok dance that you're going to do or your choreographers taught TikTok you how to do dances. everything. It's just ecstasy, an explosion of the physical embodiment of joy.
0: Okay. When we talked about Walt Grace... Yes. Did we talk about the Jonas Brothers thing?
1: I don't think so. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm so. about to
0: rock your world. Unfortunately, I didn't come prepared because I meant to talk about this in the Walt Grace episode. But uh-huh. in my Walt Grace research, probably before the podcast, just in my obsession... Um, I heard that he stole the song from the Jonas Brothers. Really? Like, I'm not clicking on that because that's ridiculous. And I don't think the Jonas Brothers are untalented. Mm-hmm. I just had a, a teenage daughter at the wrong time. And I, mm. I just, if I hear their music, I, it's it's great. But mm-hmm. it's just, for the love of God, please no more. I had to hear it so much back then. Right? Uh-huh. Anyways, so like that doesn't make any sense. I'm not paying attention to that. Then I think when we posted about it, like, people were putting in the comments about it. And, like, okay, what is this? I'm going to find out. So the Jonas Brothers have this song. It was on their album. It wasn't necessarily, like, I don't know if they released it as a single or whatever. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, like, some huge hit. Because mm-hmm. I I would have heard it then. Because mm-hmm. my daughter still cares about the Jonas Brothers. It's, like, her uniqueism you know, block. Right. Um, and John spoke to them about it.
1: Oh, okay. And was
0: like, I love this song. This is great. I love this melody here. This is amazing. So they know John knows the song. Right. Because he praised the song to them. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to Walt Grace. Mm -hmm. You cannot miss it. It is the exact same sound, music, I don't know what the words are that I'm right. supposed to use that you would know, like, the melody or whatever. Right. I was horrified.
1: I'm going to have to go listen to that.
0: Not that, because I think the Jonas Brothers are credible artists. Right. Absolutely. Like, if you're saying they're not, that's just crazy. You mm-hmm. could definitely say you have a child and you don't want to hear them anymore. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But their songs are, are fire. Nick's a great say. singer. Yeah, and they're catchy and um, when the other one did the other band and they did the Cake by the Ocean song they are all bangers yeah,
1: yeah. DMC, we, we do that one of the bands I play with does Cake by the Ocean right. it's, it's, it's a really it's fun, a fun song it's a crowd pleaser yeah. yeah
0: so I was like what is happening? Because John doesn't strike me as the type of person who intentionally, anyways, takes... He's even said, like, I think of a title for a song or... And I, I just... First thing I do is Google it. Yeah. Who's done it? Someone's already had a right. thought of this analogy, this song, this whatever. So I was just like... And they're like, oh, no, we're not even mad about it. Like, we're not trying to pursue anything. Like, we just think it's, like, awesome and it's a compliment. And they were so gracious about yeah. it and so adorable. And, like, I don't know. Now it's being made into a movie. Maybe they'll change their mind, but... If um, it ever does get made you'll into me, you'll have to give
1: me the name of the song so I can go to I, I will the look
0: it up as soon as we're done because it's, you hear it and you're like, oh, and I'm usually like, nah, or I can't tell. I immediately was like, that's Will Grace. Why are they singing Will Grace? Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Speaking of Jonas Brothers, because How? Be- <laughs>
0: is another conversation about them now. Because
1: this is now apparently a Taylor Swift podcast. <laughs> so, did you, did you no. hear about the costume that yeah, Bonus that Jonas really wore for yeah. Halloween? Yeah.
0: Bonus Jonas? That's a terrible name. Is that what people call
1: him? Yeah, he's the bonus Jonas. Like
0: when you're uh, the prince's brother and you're called the Spare or something? That's oh, I awful. Know that. Yeah, an heir and a spare. You've oh, okay. That? No. Yeah. Just the
1: second son. We are two second sons of the realm. I've been watching a lot of House of the Dragon right now. So. Oh,
0: lame. Okay, this is where we're going to end
1: it. <laughs> well, we haven't even done discussion questions yet.
0: You know I don't have one. Oh, come on. <laughs> we're going to run out of time. Do we're not going to run out of questions.
1: Right, I do have a discussion okay, question. Okay, sorry. Which is this. Do you necessarily want love to be comfortable?
0: Yes. Is... Being comfortable mm-hmm. in life is my favorite thing. I'm like annoyed that I'm in jeans still because I don't have time to change into my sweats. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Don't don't you? Uh,
1: I mean, I guess I would like some level of drama? comfort. But I think, I think there's a good amount of people out there who would be like, um, I don't really want it to be like that comfortable. I want it to be inspiring. Okay. I want it to be... Um, passionate. I want to cause growth mm-hmm. within me. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Can it be those things uncomfortable? I don't know. Mm. Because I was. Just Hasn't been say, my experience,
1: so I don't know.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's a whole different
1: thing. Well, we've I've talked about this before. My my relationship has never been comfortable. It's been many things, and yeah. I love it, and I love her. But comfortable is not a word that I would ever use to describe our relationship.
0: Right. I mean, I now I'm thinking about a person I know who's dating someone. Who does not challenge them, mm-hmm. doesn't rise to the occasion, mm-hmm. doesn't challenge themselves. And they very much are just comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's so easy to judge someone else's relationship. Right. And just be like, oh, I don't think this is the best for mm-hmm. either of you I think you both could do better with someone else not because one of you is bad right. but because you just need different things Yeah, you're, you're both too comfortable mm-hmm. and you're never going to get out of this so in that way I think comfortable is bad but I was thinking a lot about like um, when you first start talking to someone mm-hmm. and like good morning text so like, right. like you wake up and, and that is so fun mm-hmm. but also for someone who has anxiety the way I do like mm-hmm. it's fun but it's also like eh. I wish my stomach would calm down. Like, those butterflies are going way too fast. And so, to me, I'm, like, looking for when I'm going to get comfortable. Yeah. But I can appreciate that discomfort can be exciting sometimes.
1: So, it really comes down to a specific thing. What do you as a person need?
0: Yeah, I think everyone's going to have a different right. answer. Yeah, everyone's
1: going to have a different but level of tolerance mix, for discomfort. I think
0: if you have a mix, it's good. If you yeah. don't feel comfortable in something or with someone, and I'm not speaking to you directly about right. what you just said. Like, I think that's not great. Like, I think you should... Home is where you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. The people who you're around all the time are comfortable, but also like pairing up with someone forever—that's not always going to be comfortable.
1: So there is a person that was in my life. Oh, before I started dating my wife, who um, I got along great with, and uh, I always thought like, if I if we started a relationship, we could get married, and I could have a very comfortable life with mm-hmm. this person. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't what I was looking for. Like, yeah. it's, I was very clear at them about what I wanted at that time. It was like, I was running away from, like, the standard comfort thing. I always mm-hmm. wanted there to be some, like, some fire yeah. in my life. And I maybe I, I drank too deeply from that well. but. <laughs> <you know. laughs> <laughs>
0: um, fire to keep you warm right. Fire that works <laughs> Yeah
1: um, But like yeah I I, I I, see that even now Sometimes I'll, I'll check in And be like Oh your life is still Very comfortable And that we would have had A very comfortable life together mm. that's, that's just not the path That I chose
0: Yeah I mean Everybody's different And wants different things And everyone says Comfortable different So
1: Right uh, Other question Two wow Do you actually believe That John Mayer Would ever date a girl Who only reads the bible No <laughs> That's the most unbelievable But he's like, not line. dating
0: her. He's only sleeping with her. And also, she reads stuff other. You know what I'm going to say right now, All which right. I hope you don't mind? Yeah. Because this is a, a personal story from your life. Oh, go ahead. And your wife's. Yeah. But we have a game night. Yeah. Do you remember what oh, I was saying? we Oh, you were
1: talking about. Uh,
0: yeah. We have a game night. And every time we play categories, a long time, a high school, college, or some of us are in college, some of us are working, and Lucas brings for the first time his girlfriend, who now ends up you know, being his wife, to game night, and we're like, okay, we're going to play categories. do you know the rules? Have you played before? And she's like, only Bible categories. <laughs> and we're like, what? That's a thing? I think about that all the time.
1: That's funny. Yes.
0: Anyway, um, I don't think that John Mayer would discriminate against dating someone because they were religious or read the Bible. I do think Jessica
1: Simpson, right? Exactly.
0: I do think that the Bible is all she's reading. That's alarming. Not that because it's the Bible. Because like, if you only read only one thing, thing yes. Probs, you should expand your horizons. And
1: because he's such an intellectual, he's got such intellectual curiosity. He's yeah. got all these different interests. And... I think he'd be
0: a fascinating person to have a discussion on religion with.
1: Oh, I think he'd be a fascinating person to have a discussion Any... with on just about anything. You know right? that I think that. Yep. Well, one last question.
0: That's three. Yes. Broke a record.
1: Can't remember what went wrong last September. Why do you think September was autobiographical or do you think that was there was something about September that he wanted to use there cuz it doesn't rhyme?
0: Remember September doesn't rhyme.
1: Oh, it's internal rhyme. Can't yeah. remember what went wrong.
0: Wow. I bested you in something wow. about music and good. lyrics.
1: So we think September is there you to help listen to the
0: song more than you. That's why I'm the bad.
1: internal rhyme for remember nice because but remember is not an inlined lined rhyme. So in lined No, rhyme. I understand. I, yeah. I
0: actually understand the different types of rhyming. Thank oh, you. okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but I also think it's probably autobiographical.
1: That there's something happened in September. He seems
0: to, I mean, aisle five. I mean, he's just making this all up. Then I don't right. know. Kudos because he painted a picture. All right. I guess that's
1: it then. That's it. We're out.
0: Except that we feel like they picked the song, but the Instagram followers didn't pick the song. No, cause I picked you it picked for it. them. So
1: now fans, friends, community back members, it's your turn to pick something. Give me something good. I have
0: no idea what's going to happen because I gave them comfortable. Right. So I'm I I like fascinated. I usually am like, eh, we're between these two, these three. I have no idea what's going to happen.
1: Everything is on the table. Mm-hmm. It's all up for grabs except for
0: covers. I'm not sure what we're gonna how we're gonna handle that. But people have been like, when are you gonna handle covers? And I'm just like, how do I discuss the lyrics of someone else's song?
1: I we could do like one episode that talked about all of the covers. Right. Okay,
0: that'd be fair. Cuz there's
1: Bold as Love off Continuum, which mm-hmm. is a Jimi Hendrix song. Mm-hmm. He does Call Me the Breeze, which is a JJ Cale J. song, which... Oh, I
0: didn't know that was not his song. Yeah,
1: no, it's a JJ Cale J. song.
0: Well, I told you how I had no idea EXO was a cover.
1: Oh, yeah. We do I'm not
0: a big Beyonce fan.
1: We do by we I mean The Honey does a JJ Cale J. song. Uh, Ride Me High. Mm-hmm. But it's such a completely different version mm-hmm. that it's like, you technically know. it's a cover, but mm-hmm. you no one would ever know if they didn't know because we play it so differently.
0: Maybe we could do that like at a year since we already celebrated six months. Like we could do it, you know, every all, six all months do a crazy yeah. sort of episode. Yeah, maybe. Okay, cool. Well, um, go to Instagram at Mayor Studies?
1: That's the <laughs> that's the Instagram. Yep, you got it. <laughs> I not
0: remember there was an underscore. I no like, oh, underscores. We got the fourth happening? thing I at Mayor a Studies. a lot of accounts. And, um... Put in the box your suggestion. I'll take the most mentioned suggestions and do a poll. And we'll pull the winner from there. And then I'll post it and you guys give us your feedback. And it's always fun to see what you want to talk about.
1: Yep, I'm excited. All right, well, we'll see you guys next week.
0: Bye.
1: (laughs) Don't get get too comfortable with our endings. I
0: thought you were going to say something else.
1: No, I wanted to make this ending as uncomfortable as possible. (laughs)